I have a very specific example in mind of where I'm like, okay, first friendship breakup in Lily's brain, there was a very clear conflict. And ultimately the conflict began because your little wing eight friend over here was like, (laughs) Hey, I'm putting way more into this than you are. What, Mm. where do I stand? Like, and I was being like, Oh, we are having a conversation because I feel like you've really left me in the dust. And I want to know, like, am I not important to you anymore? In which case, just tell me so then I can prioritize differently. And um, it was not received well. And then we fought for a long time. And so because ultimately it was like, oh, wait, I am doing that to you. But I don't like confrontation. And you were confrontational to me. So you're also the bad guy here, which I'm like, you know what? probably fair on hindsight because I because I am very like please just tell me like yeah but you're important enough to me so I will confront you because you're important enough to me hi welcome to well said red with Lily and Deb we're two redheads bringing our chats to headphones near you talk soon And welcome back to another episode of well said red I am your host Devin Johnson Arnold whatever you want to say and then <laughs> still weird guys Arnold question mark (laughs) question mark uncertain one day maybe uh and Lily Mo hello hello our other co-host our lovely beautiful Lily Mo um Uh, has had quite a week (laughs) well that's every week for you (laughs) (laughs) quite a year frankly quite a year we've both had quite a year it's really true it's been a wild time been flying by the seat of our pants in the truest sense that is the truth i'm two months out from 30 i would just like it to be known i don't know why i could have sworn you were turning 29 this year oh, i was at you. your 29th birthday party last you year were. i was it dressed like up a as bead barbie but it felt like a 30th it felt and like it was like she's turning yeah. 29 this year yeah well you know i could be 29 two years in a row i could yeah, pull I that g- i gave you, you the know. year off if it makes you feel any better thank you so much i'd love a year off <laughs> um but yes we're two months out from that so that's that's something different and exciting my mom asked me today what i want to do for it and i said you know what i think just something small i think just just something chill just a dinner because you'll be in california right supposedly but my life has taken so many turns that i wouldn't be shocked if i wasn't in california in a month (laughs) so right here first folks (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know supposedly i'll be here i will be going to hawaii for my 30th in september with family exciting which will be fun which was why i was also kind of like let's just keep like a dinner thing for the actual day it's on a wednesday so i'm like midweek just you know have a nice dinner felt good i think that's fair that's what i did because mine was on wednesday this last year (gasps) and yeah we just did drinks and dinner and it was great it's nice it's fun I don't have like as many close, close people out here at this juncture. They've all kind of like dispersed a bit. So I have a feeling most of the things I'll be doing will be with family anyway. So I'm a little like, eh, we'll just have dinner, you know, Mm -hmm. all good. We'll be nice. I think that's fair. And that's still like a very before that I could do. Oh my gosh. Then we'll throw you a rager. (laughs) Well, that was kind of the point of throwing like a really big 29th is I was like, oh, this feels like less pressure for 30. You know? Yeah. Like, I was like, I got 40 people to dress up like Barbie last year. It was an impressive feat. (laughs) Like, I'm still shocked that I think every single person, 38 out of 40, were dressed up. And that is incredible. I mean, I truly have never been more honored in my life to have that happen. So... 
I and I won't even be able to fully take credit for the fact that like Barbie came back into my life because of Riley. Riley, like her very oh, first year in New York, she was like, I want a Barbie birthday because we bonded over the Barbie movies and how good they were, like truly phenomenal movies. And she was like, well, maybe I'll have a Barbie party. And so we threw her like a very chill, watch a Barbie movie, Barbie, like Barbie party, you know, like did the flower power vibes. And I'm like, wow, I think I just like blew this up to the app. Like utmost extreme, I could. Like I was like, so like you know, I did not have a chill party. No, I, I actually had to rent a space. No, I did not. I had to rent a space out, and I don't actually even think they fully charged most people for that space. Truly, I think they were so I impressed. Everybody showed up that they were just like, "Yeah, dude, have the space." Yeah, no, they were. I mean, that's a great venue too. I've been to a couple of things yeah. there, and they're so good. They did a great job. What is um, it? The Springs, right? The Springs, yeah, and Green something Point. like that in Greenpoint. Green yeah, it's very like great venue. Very like almost Palm Springy vibes. Very yeah. much so. It's got like I mean, the interior is so cute. Oh, it's, it's like flamingo wallpaper and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. I've been there in the winter too, so we've stayed obviously inside. Um, mm-hmm. But no, they have that great outdoor area. I know. It's really great. Hard to and find. they let you bring in your own food, oh, which yeah. I think is a huge perk in a New York bar scene. If you can bring in your own, like, hey, I can order pizza and have it delivered here, and you're not going to get upset about it because you don't serve food. It's amazing. That is phenomenal. It's amazing. I love it. There are so many sounds around me right now, so everyone oh, is no. going to just get, like, a little snippet of... Good old unit three today. Oh, I love that. Good for unit three. Unit three is showing up for us. Unit three is showing up. But anyway, um, we're not talking anywho, about unit three today. So <laughs> or today, Barbie, unfortunately. Yeah, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today? Um, today we are going to be talking about ye old friendships, mostly <laughs> friendship breakups. I had Tale a thought, is old as time. Tale is old as time, friendship breakups. They really are. I had a whole phrase in my brain and then like right in the middle of it, it just, br- it just broke off. I had my brain functionality just stopped. So, well, it's because you're that. turning 30 this year. Obviously. That's true. <laughs> it's all going downhill. I just started playing the wordle because I got really nervous about, you know, my brain space and not being mm-hmm. smart. So I'm really worried right. about that, but <laughs> we talked about that on another episode. Obviously I was like, yeah, the pod knows you're very, yeah, the pod knows this. that I'm very concerned about my mental state <laughs> and how I forget things. I was literally on the phone with my friend of the pod, Julia this morning and i was like she was talking about yeah like it's weird people just don't remember things i'm like well you have a very very good memory i don't remember half the things you tell me about when we were kids and you remember it all (laughs) and i think it's because she's had to spend the last 10 years memorizing all the formulas for every single like chemistry oh yeah thing ever works differently being a doctor or whatever yeah it works differently but anyways med school those people i know she's crazy um, so they, they are wired different. I'll say that, but mm-hmm. I am worried about my mental, my mental state constantly <laughs> at this juncture, <laughs> but we are going to be talking about friendship breakups. I digress. But uh, anyway, anyway, we're a bit of a mess today. <laughs> I, um, I told roommate of the pod Shan, cause she was making her dinner earlier and I was like, Oh, we're doing a double decker on the pod today. Cause we're recording two episodes back to back because someone is going to Italy. Um, name names. <laughs> and she's like what are you talking about and i said oh we're gonna talk about friendship breakups first and her response was so perfect for the topic <laughs> at hand because she was like oh those suck yep and then that's all she said and then she had her dinner in her hand she like walked into her room to go watch ted lasso or something and i was uh, like yeah 
that's the general sentiment. That would be mm-hmm. it. They yep. just, they're the worst. They're the absolute worst. And I think you mentioned it before we were even recording, but they tend to happen around weddings. And yeah. seeing as we have talked about that a lot on the pod, we have a couple weddings coming up. Um, I think that it's a very apropos topic to discuss because they for some reason do tend to be around like very pivotal moments in people's Mm -hmm. lives. And I think that it's just like important to kind of normalize the conversation around it. And I think it's a very good topic to talk about because everybody has a friendship breakup that they can relate to, whether it was when you were five or whether it's when you were 35, everyone Mm -hmm. has one. And I think it's just something that, yeah, we need to talk about. It's so interesting because like I obviously have not gone through a wedding season of my own, but it's wild seeing individuals who have recently who they don't really know each other necessarily, but I've talked to them all individually probably mm-hmm. within the last like two, three years as I've had so many weddings to go to of close friends in that time oh. frame and talking to so many people who are such different personalities and have such different friends that are surrounding them kind of looking back on their wedding and their engagement season being like, yeah, there were people at my wedding who I'll probably never speak to again. Or there are people at my wedding who we really, and they were at my wedding because they held such a special place in my heart at one point. Mm. But honestly, like looking back, they probably shouldn't have been there. Or it just is like, oh, so it's like a finale for our friendship. Like what you're going to come to my wedding and then we're done. Or, you know, like whether it's, hey, there was a conflict and there's still a lot of like bickering going on or whether there wasn't a conflict and it was just kind of like a sad, bittersweet ending or it was complete blindsides they didn't see coming towards like, wait, we got married and then we just weren't friends with this person anymore? What? And it's so, and it's guys, it's girls. Like it's, it's again, like three of you in particular who I'm thinking of who are all so wildly different, have such wildly different groups of people. I'm just like, how weird is that? That it all happens to be around your wedding. It's really interesting. And I, and I think it's kind of, I haven't done a lot of mulling on this, but I do think there's something about like stepping up or stepping down when it comes to like a major event. And I think that there are some friendships that really step up when it comes to a friend getting married and some that really like step down or step back. And it it could be for a myriad of reasons. Like it could be, you know, one person is a little more like insecure about that friendship. And so they're like, you know what, I'm just going to take a step back a bit. Could be that someone is feeling very confident in that friendship, but they aren't really sure like where their place is in the moment and they're just kind of like oh I'm not sure but I do think that like there's either a stepping up and like a gathering around and kind of a rally cry or there's like I'm going to take a major step back because I'm not sure if this relationship is actually going to be fruitful or not for the rest of my life you know and I don't think that's anyone's fault necessarily but I do think it is something that's like oh hey maybe we need to like reassess some of these relationships before we get into a big wedding season or before we get into like a big event where we're going to have to honestly pay for those people to come and show up and they're going to have to pay money to be there. And it's like a lot of mixed loyalties, I think, uh, when it comes to that. So I don't know, like it, it feels very step up, step back, like kind of vibes, yeah, you know, it's, it's so sticky. And I mean, And I think whether you've gone through wedding season or not, it is so easy to relate to a friendship breakup, whether it's, hey, we were best friends in high school. What happened? Hey, we Mm -hmm. were best friends in college. What happened? Like most people are tied to a certain life stage, at least when you're in your, I mean, we're late 20s. So at this point in our Mm -hmm. lives, 
most people are tied to a certain like very defined yes. time frame of our lives, Period right? Because yeah. when you're going through your education, that's it's all defined time frames. Um, and maybe that differs a little more when you get to your like 50s, shall we say? Yeah. But it is so wild how we all have one. We all know they suck. Obviously, we are all the good guy in our story about this because Duh. we are. And I mean, <laughs> Shannon will laugh at me because I say this all the time where to people pleasing friends more particular than others, where it's like, you know what? We are all the villain of someone's story because I and I, and I th- say that thinking about these friendship breakups, because oh, yeah. I know that while I'm like, man, when I was going through it. You were the villain of my story, but I also now know I had to be the villain of yours. Oh, for even sure. If, even if I was like technically justified in this, even yeah. if I was technically the one who was being manipulated or emotionally abused or left in the dust. Yeah. The technicalities I, I don't still, count. Yeah. The technicalities don't count. Like your <laughs> friends and family were still hearing dirt on me. Like I was still sure. the villain of that story. And I think that's really helpful to remember in a lot of stages of life just because it gives you more perspective on things. Um, oh, yeah. But it really isn't things where it's like, again, like we are all obviously the heroes in our own narratives at all times. Right. Um, well, there's only so much humbling. outside perspective you can have of when you're course. in the middle of it, too. You know, you're like, you're oh, well, I am. Ugh. Oh God, it's horrible. Like when you're in the middle of that and you're hurting and you're sad and you don't totally understand what's happening and both parties probably don't if they're, Mm -hmm. you know, both partaking in different aspects of that relationship at different drugs. Like there's just so many dynamics going on and like, yeah, sometimes it's very cut and dry. Like, you know, you stab me in the back or whatever, but like more often than not, when it comes to, especially I think female um, friendship breakups, like it can be very like, this moment to this moment to this moment, mm-hmm. like all these things kind of stacked up, you know, that can kind of then right. create this more drawn out process of a friendship breakup. Right. And very rarely is it one thing happens and no, then you're yeah. done, right? It's such no. a tension buildup. But I do have a question for you because I think, at least in my life, I can look at, I'm thinking of three particular state mm-hmm. like friendship breakups that I can point to that I am hurt by sure. that have all ended differently mm-hmm. um and is it better or worse do you think to have like a conflict like a clear like we are fighting we are in a fight we're arguing and then we you know the resolution right. is we're not talking to other we're not friends or is it worse to do the fade out where Mm -hmm. you don't really have the closure because you don't really maybe you know what happened maybe you don't know what happened maybe one party just decided to stop trying ultimately yeah but there's that which holds its own sticky components so in your experience what is like what's worse that's a really good question um I think it's hard because I think some stages do kind of naturally like fade out like say, you know, your best friend from elementary school, you know, if you're not in constant contact with that person, it naturally does kind of fade out, you know, over time, like you go to different high schools or you go to different colleges, you know, things like that can sometimes just kind of naturally be that fade out. Mm -hmm. I think the fade out is harder personally because there's, there's more ambiguity in like whose fault it was, (laughs) you know, or like, or like, so who let, that or like is it on both of us are we fading out purposefully both of us is it non-purposeful on one end i think if it's i think if it's mutual fade out 
usually you can tell like right. both parties are not reaching out as much as maybe they would, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes, you know, somebody isn't just, it just isn't as vocal as the other person, you know, and they're waiting yeah. for someone else to reach out. And so like, for me, I hate a fade out. I would much rather have me like too. a clearly defined, like, no, thank you. I do mm-hmm. not wish to continue this friendship further. And that that's just me because I think it just allows me some more brain space to where like, then I'm not like laying awake at night being like, oh my gosh, that friend from college that I'm not really sure like where we ended things on or like, did I text last, you know, like, should I have reached out more, you know, like you end up doing a lot of these, like, at least for me, I end up doing a lot of these spiral thoughts and I'm just like, that's just so much brain space. (laughs) Like, why am I committing so much brain space to this person who's also not reaching out to me, you know, like, well, and that's when you overthink it. That's totally. And I agree with you. And I think the, I do think a a mutual fade out is Mm -hmm. fine. It happens in so many relationships and that's not the friendship breakup I'm talking about. I don't even consider that a friendship breakup. I'm like, no, that's just, you actually did drift apart. Totally. Whereas I have a very specific example in mind of where I'm like, okay, First friendship breakup in Lily's brain. There was a very clear conflict. And ultimately the conflict began because your little wing eight friend over here was like, <laughs> hey, I'm putting way more into this than you are. What, mm. where do I stand? Like, and I was being like, oh, we are having a conversation because I feel like you've really left me in the dust. And I want to know, mm. like, am I not important to you anymore? Sure. In which case, just tell me so then I can prioritize differently. And um, it was not received well. Oops. And then we fought for a long time. And so be- because ultimately it was like, oh, wait, I am doing that to you. But I don't like confrontation. And you were confrontational to me. So you're also right. the bad guy here, which I'm like, you know what? probably fair on hindsight because I because I am very like please just tell me like yeah but you're important enough to me so I will confront you because you're important enough to me and that was kind of a situation where I took a friendship where I felt like I was doing way more and confronted the situation and so then the next friendship I had where I was like wait I'm the only one reaching out whatever anymore I'm the only one planning things I'm the only one really putting any effort or thought into this friendship but then I'm not going to call you on it anymore because last time that really it got screwed us into me a fight. over yeah it got us into and this is like a different person entirely so I probably should have given them more credit mm. but I was like oh but last time I did that to a friend like it caused this huge thing that I lost sleep over and was so anxious over right so I guess I'm just gonna stop and we'll see what you do like we'll see what we'll do a little experiment like we'll mm. see if it's important enough to you to pick it back up. And so I stopped one day and that was the last time we spoke. See, like, that's that fascinating to me. That is so and fascinating to me because I've had the same thing happen to me. Amazing. It was amazing. And then I also look back on that and I think like for all of you <laughs> trust issues people out there, hello, hi, welcome to the party. Welcome. Um, <laughs> but it does just, I think that is worse because it lets you get in your own brain to where mm. it's, what did I do wrong? Why was right. I not worth it to you to reach out? Like that's a weird ending, but you were fine with it. And that ball was in yeah. your court and you chose to do that. What did I do wrong? And then it just, I think reminds you that relationships can be so fleeting and does kind of when you don't have a reason, you don't have a conclusion. I do think that kind of, you know, manifest distrust or a lack of the ability to trust in other relationships where I'm like, oh yeah, but you really, you say you want to be my good friend, but you could leave me literally at any moment. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, no, but something has taught me that. That's why I think that not because it's actually going to happen, Right. But someone has already done that. 
Well, and I, and I wonder too, like, again, like are, are people just not really sure how to be friends to, uh, to people as they grow up and as they get older and as they mature, like, I do kind of wonder sometimes if like, I think I was talking to Isaac about this the other day. I was like, I don't want to make any new friends. <laughs> it's like, I've got the no friends, friends I've got. I was like, I'm turning 30. I don't want any new friends. You know, I made amazing, amazing friends in the last like couple years, just being in New York and mm-hmm. entering like different phases of my life. But I've also got amazing friends from like so many different stages of my life that have just like right. continued with me. And I'm like, honestly, friendships, making new friendships is really hard because the expectation of a friendship is so different depending on how you've grown up, what kind of friendships you've had, how to be a good friend to someone, like how do, how I can be a good friend to you is very different than how I be a good Mm -hmm. friend to someone else, you know? Totally. And so I think there's just such a high expectation these days for friendships that, that I have personally, that I've even put on Mm -hmm. myself, you know, that like, even like friendships with history where I've like, you know, grown up with them for years won't even maybe hold up to anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. like they just can't match that capacity. And that's not necessarily like their fault. And it's not necessarily my fault either. It's just like, I am needing something different than what they're able to meet at this stage in their life. And I think that's really unique to depending on like how you like, how you transitioned into like your career, maybe, or where you moved in the world or like, Mm -hmm. cause I've had friendships, like you said, like where it was just like, I've been, I mean, I'm not a wing eight, but I do tend to like lose friendships when I call people out on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. And I should probably learn by now just to like let people do their own shit and me right. not really worry about it. But it's because I care and because I usually have a history with that person where I'm like, yeah. no, I've seen you do better and I know you can make better choices and you're not making one right now. And granted, who am I? I'm not God. I can't, you know, judge them on all their choices or whatever, but I like to, and I like to think that I know what I'm doing. And I like to think that I'm the boss of everyone. And so I feel like sometimes there is just like that natural kind of collision course sometimes when it comes Mm -hmm. to friendships. Like I'm thinking of a friend who literally like dropped me like a hat, like literally was just like, Bye. And it was because I think personally, they they never said it outright to me, but mm-hmm. I think it was because they kind of got tired of me just being like, Hey, maybe that's not a good decision for you right now. Right. You know? And yeah, I'm sure I wasn't as like kind about saying it when I was, you know, younger and not sure what I was doing and just trying to be like, Hey, don't do something stupid. You know? Right. I'm sure I wasn't very eloquent about that, but like then they, we don't talk. We, we're not, we're not friends, you know? Yeah. And they up and moved. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That's that, you know? And uh, yeah. It's hard when you, and, but it's hard too when you see them do that other pattern to other friends <laughs> when you're like, okay, so it wasn't just me. <laughs> like, right. You know, with the internet and everything, you can see every move someone's making, you know? And like, when you know someone well too, you can, you can see like what yeah. they're doing, you know? Have you're like, you, okay. Did so, did your friendship breakups result in, like removing them from social, like, was Mm. there any of that involved? Um, it depends on the time period. Um, I think, you know, Instagram didn't used to have these like fancy mute buttons where you could just like mute someone if you weren't interested in them. Like, I remember when I was going through like a quote unquote breakup with a guy who I was really into and Mm -hmm. like, the best thing that ever happened to me was the fact that he wasn't on social media. 
Like yeah, literally right. the best break of my life was that, you know, because I mm-hmm. never saw them. And so that in and of itself was kind of nice because it was just a distancing and a, I don't see you. I don't talk to you. It's very easy for us to have had that last conversation be our last conversation, you know? Right. But when it comes to like friendship breakups that are still kind of in a circle of friends, that yeah. is when it gets really tricky because you're like, okay, I can mute you, but I can't right. necessarily mute the friend's who hang out with you, but you could directly. I will say one of like the first and the, and the biggest by far friendship breakup that I've had. Um, one of my really good friends was also friends with her, Mm, which got sticky quickly because, and I'm still really good friends with the good friend who was like friends with both me and the friend I was Doing I'm the breaking with the up with, friend. I guess. I'm friends with a good friend. Yeah, I was like, hmm, without without using names. <laughs> <How do> we... <laughs> we're speaking very, you know, we're trying oh, to be honoring yeah. here. I'm being very mm. diplomatic. Um, but that got tricky, and she is also now no longer. They didn't have like a falling out or anything. They really did just grow apart. Ultimately, in a much less dramatic fashion, um, mm. because she and I had like a conflict, conflict, <laughs> and a fight um, yeah. twice. Actually, it's like we broke up and we got Fists back together thrown. again, which is a horrible. <laughs> I was that, like, no, it's okay. So I have a comment on that later. <laughs> I have a comment on that later. Remind me. And um, so it was really good for me because I had blocked her on all socials she had done the same for me too I think yeah, she yeah, did yeah. the same first. it's usually so mutual like, well, screw you I'll block you back yeah um, I never I'm never the first blocker but you know oh, no me neither I couldn't be but no. I was like no I'll definitely do it in repercussions um and it was really um lovely for me when our mutual friend also was no longer yeah. friends with her because I was like oh good now you don't <laughs> like her anymore and we don't necessarily dish on her at all because oh. she still is so much more softer toward her than I um was or am yeah. on hindsight but it's so nice to where I don't have to hear about them hanging out or I don't have to hear about them yeah making plans and it's just it's it's great I'm I'm not yeah. happy that it happened because I know that my dear dear friend who I still love and adore yeah. and I'm friends with would love it not to happen. But I was like, mm, but it was really. You're like for my sake because because I was already out. I had already been like right. shoved to the curb. So when she kind of felt, and and again a much less dramatic fashion shoved to the curb. Mm-hmm. I was like, girlfriend, come on over. I got Welcome you. To the side. I've warmed up the curb. It's good. Sit on down. Like I got it over here. And so I, which I think was helpful for her because she didn't have to be. Like she still wasn't technically the bad guy. I was still the bad guy. Sure, sure, um, sure. <laughs> but at the same time, it was great for me because I was like, "Oh, excellent, a buddy on the curve." You're like, come, come on, over. on over. No, I. Yeah, but what I, are you gonna say um, about getting back together again? Oh, I. So this is what I think is fascinating about specifically female female friendships. Right. If so, if you got back together with your female friendship. Uh-huh. After, you know, you guys had clearly had a fight that, you know, kind of broke everything up and there were, were yeah. you know, things were pretty much broken. And then they come back to you and they're like, just kidding. I don't know, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, are uh, I... I have a hard time with that because like, if I was, if I was advising you as a friend, like, mm-hmm. and this was a guy that you had broken up with, who you guys had had a big blow up with, I would be like, no. Don't take that person back. That's ridiculous. Why would you? But for some reason, when it comes to female friendships, we have so much like 
grace, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't think we're a better species by any means. Like, I don't think we're different in that way. What about maybe society or maybe it's, you know, religious upbringing. Like, I don't know, but I see this a lot where like, we're expected to just forgive a lot of people in our lives that have hurt us just because like they came back around. And I, I have a hard time with that because I'm like, if it was a guy, I would never, I would never, everyone would be telling me you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You know, it'd be a walking red flag. Well, and I think, absolutely. I think you can forgive somebody. And I tell this to my friends who are going through breakups or whose boyfriends cheated on them. Like you can still want the best for them, but that does not mean you have to be with them. 100%. You should be with them. Like you can forgive, but forgiveness does not mean that you are just like turning a blind eye to I'm going famous Taylor Swift quote. (laughs) <laughs> pretty sure she says yeah you can forgive and you can also not forget i was like <laughs> i was like our queen our queen our queen She's like you can um, also not forget and that can also be good that can be a good boundary yeah please watch out john mayer with this uh new speak now <laughs> we are coming for some prayers my friend thoughts, thoughts and prayers, and prayers. Um, <laughs> but i do think it's so interesting just because and the same friend like tried to quote unquote like get back together again so our first we had our a friend breakup junior year of high school and it was Mm. long and traumatic and depressing and everyone in the school knew about it and she was like (gasps) subtweeting because that's when you still subtweeted and we also sat next to each other um in a class still throughout the entire nightmare disaster and then we um quote unquote got back together again like the summer before our senior year did you guys hold hands at your desks (laughs) honestly and then we were friends senior year and then uh we were not friends about thanksgiving a freshman year of college and i was like done done and i was so much quicker on the draw the second time because even i mean if you're in a friendship if you're in a relationship like Mm -hmm. you are so much more ruthless the second time around because you've you've already been through the you've already been through it right yeah you know I won't mm-hmm. do it again. And I was much more ruthless. And then I would I got a text like after New Year's on I miss you. I was like, no. <laughs> Get out. I actually laughed it's the worst. so hard. I laughed so hard. Cause I was just like, it like makes you want to flinch. No. You're like, this is Ugh. ridiculous and so just pathetic at this point. And I just was like, I think we, I just like didn't text back for a while. And then we had like a 10 text conversation where I was yeah. like, no, no, sorry. And then of course I'm, you know, the bad guy, the, yeah. the raging horrific one, which I, at that point I was like, done, fine. I will be one. Yeah. Um, well, and that leads me so to, funny. Well, and that leads me kind of into like, what was, I think maybe one of my like questions overall is like, how ethical do we need to be once a friendship is done? You know, like what's the moral standing? And I know like both of us identify strongly with being Christian. And I know that there's a lot of (laughs) literal apologetics about this, but um, like, what do you think is like the protocol, I guess, or what would your protocol be for like ending a friendship? Because obviously there are Mm. a lot of ways that you can talk about things on the internet these days. And a lot of things can be misconstrued. This podcast could be very misconstrued by a lot of people who... May or may not listen to it out of vengeance for us. Who knows? But 
Like, I, I hope, hope we have not. a vengeance listener. I hope oh we gosh. have one. Just one. Could be fun. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they probably wouldn't click on this podcast anyway if they knew. <laughs> I know this is but, but like all in all, you know, like you can still hurt someone after the fact, you know, like after, yeah. you know, a friendship. And so like, obviously, I don't think either one of us is... Um, crazy vengeful person you know no. unless you unless unless you get me on a bad day with i was gonna say very you know specific what, people on the scenario i can be very just yeah it's true i'm not i'm i'm not all good you guys <laughs> but i do think so to wrap us up with this because we really have just babbled about friendship breakups because honestly guys that's what you have to do you have Sometimes to you just gotta process it. it out loud and that's i think my answer for that is it's mm. okay to talk about it i yeah. think sometimes like we might have been told that that is not what you're allowed to do because that is gossiping. And mm-hmm. I also think at this point, when you are so hurt by something, you need to process it. You need to sure. get it out. I don't think you should do it on Twitter, as nope. I've probably made abundantly clear. Yeah, um, don't do it. Don't do it where a bunch of other people. Any follow, kind yeah. of social media is a good idea. I yeah. don't think. I think you can. I think you can block. I think you can mute. I think you can do whatever yeah. you need to do to not have them in front of you. Cause I do think that is helpful and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just like, and I'm years past any of this. Like I know yeah. because of the whole, we could talk about wedding season. Like you're maybe a little more in the weeds of certain things. Um, but I'm years past like these three particular yeah. friendship breakups that I'm thinking of. And I can tell you that that first one, that was the worst. Yeah. And the first I saw at a wedding probably four years ago and I was very taken aback I was just like like (gasps) I wasn't expecting it it's like seeing like truly like Like a ghost boyfriend yeah it is yeah oh my gosh oh you don't know how to act um and I was with a couple good friends who knew about that and they were like are you okay you good how are we doing and I ended up being sat get this no right next to her at the um reception no because Apparently, all my other friends were like, we're all going to sit at the same table still. And it was like a high school group. And <gasps> I was like, I, why is the only seat left right next to her? Why? But those, it was Those fine. are bad friends. It was fine. It was. And that's, honestly, I was like, guys, on hindsight, that was really low. I'm coming but for them. Was, <laughs> like, it was fine. We made yeah. it. I made small talk. Good. I was already in the city. And so she's like, how's New York? I New York, huh? And I was like, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. And we like, didn't really speak. And then um she like gave me a hug on the way out she's like really missed you and I was like it was so nice to see you there you go there you go like I don't miss you I don't miss you for the record um yep but I think that's like a very like neutral ground or yeah I think if you're trying to be a people pleaser and trying to be nice like that natural response is like oh I miss you too and I was very polite I was very respectful but I was like it was so nice to see you I do not have to reciprocate that and even when I talk about her to friends I can be like yeah she did not care for me that last little bit or like the more recent ones that were more of the like I don't know why I fell off your radar all of a sudden I can be like yeah dodged a bullet there like it's never diving into detail it's never like slandering someone's name no it's more like self-deprecating ultimately because I do think that's what most people are comfortable with like not not necessarily like me but the people who are listening are most comfortable if I'm like oh yeah they really did not care for me you know like yeah it's it's lighthearted. it's not giving any details because I do ultimately wish all of them the best 
but I 100%. also know that none of them need to be in my life anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and there's, you know, you don't want any of that, like any of that talk for any reason, getting back to that person. Like I would hate for like not. something that I said in an off comment or whatever, like I've been burned by my mouth before, like we all have, you know? And yeah. so like, I would hate for something in a, like half-hearted comment to get back to a person because mm-hmm. I was careless about like who I was talking around them too, you know, like, yeah, right. and, and people can ask questions and you can give facts, I think. And you can be like, yeah, yeah, this is just what, you know, this is what it is. And that's okay. You know, like, and there's still like a very well wishes to you, you know, but there's no, yeah. there's no need for an invitation back. And right. that can, that can change. Sure. Granted, but it takes two people for that to be something that actually right. they care about. You know, so I do think like there is a little bit of that, like, okay, you can, you can, you can say what you need to say, but if you're going to do that, say it probably like when it first happened and then kind of, you need yeah. to move on and forgive and move forward. Because also it's, that's you don't need like to hold a you sign. Back. That's also a sign of healing, right? When you're 100%. Like not constantly talking about it anymore. Yep. I do think it's sometimes helpful if the convert, because I do think this comes up naturally in groups totally. of women, particularly, mm-hmm. um, it could come up in groups of dudes. I don't know. I'm not ever We're in a group betting of anything. because look who I am. <laughs> um, but it, I do think naturally comes up. And I think sometimes it's helpful to not go into detail necessarily, but to mention these things to female yeah. friends you're close to just for the sake of like, Hey, I've been burned by this and mm-hmm. I don't want to be burned by this again. Yeah. And this is something that I'm scared of, or this is like an insecurity. Rejection sucks. How this went down. Yeah. And Hey, if you do this to me, I might think this is where you're heading, you know? And I think with sometimes like, just like you would do that in a romantic relationship of, Hey, this is where I've been hurt before. And I need you to know that. So you don't accidentally do that to me again. Yeah. And I do think that's helpful ultimately. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's always good to just kind of like, again, it, it, it's a different kind of vulnerability because obviously this is not something that like any of us want to happen to us right. in our lifetimes and friendships. I think especially for women, we hold very near and dear because we've cultivated them over a lot of years of our life. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that's really special and something that like, unfortunately doesn't get a lot of airtime, you know? So yeah. there's a lot of cattiness around female friendships. And I think that like, that is sadly like what is stereotyped when actually there's a lot of depth and that's kind of where that cattiness can come from sometimes because when you've been hurt and you've been burned by people who you're really really open with that's where that kind of like hurt can stem from you know yeah yeah so all that to say we are here to talk about all the things (laughs) including when friendships have to end even if just for a spell we Mm -hmm. are so empowering of Friendships in general, healthy We ones. are so pro-female friendship. We love female we are, friendships. We're the most pro-female friendship. If you want to be our friend, I know I just said no new friends, but I will I will make an effort. <laughs> She'll make an exception for you. <laughs> I'll make an exception for the pod listeners, obviously, who probably yeah, are we'll majority still our friends. we'll do exceptions for you. Um, if you rate and review us, subscribe. True. Like, we can be bribed into our We'll friendship. be bribed into friendship. We're Well Said Red Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and our Gmail account. If you Correct. want to send us a very lengthy email um, vetting all your grievances about yeah, your Yeah, we won't air it. Breakup. We promise. We won't. We won't. <laughs> Unless you want us to. We'll spill yeah. your tea if you if you need someone to do it. We will be we that like sacrificial lamb for you. <laughs> I'm glad we just offered ourselves up as like an op-ed column. We're like, yes, we'll spill yeah. the tea. Tell us everything. We will share we all will your share drama, your dirty laundry, the time. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll blot out the names, but we will share it. We'll do it. We will share it. We'll air your grievances. Um, well, anyways, Lil, see you uh, in a couple minutes for our second episode. Bye.
Yeah. Back to backer. Bye, guys. Thank you all for listening. Bye.